Blog Talk Radio. Father, 
Father God, we just thank you. We praise you. We are to praise you in all things, good and the bad. And in many cases, Father, we won't understand why, but we will praise you. We, will, we, we won't understand why, what the reasoning is, because your thoughts are so much higher than ours are. Uh, our ways are so much different than your ways are, Father. We try so desperately to understand you. We want to, but there are just so many things that are beyond our comprehension going on even today that uh, we're just going to lift you up and do what we have been admonished to do through your word and give you all the praise and glory and honor, Father God, because we know that, that when your righteous judgments are in the earth, the uh, the uh, when, you're, when your judgments are in the uh, earth, the unrighteous, the, the people of the world will learn learn righteousness in accordance with your word in Isaiah 26. Father, we thank you for this evening. We praise your holy name. We praise you for every part, every aspect of our life, even uh, lives, even the things that we don't understand, the things that we struggle with, some of the hardships that we're going through, some of the worries that the mothers have out there in regard to the movement of uh, 140 warships uh, into a claimed dr- um, uh, Russian drill, a military drill in the Black Sea and some other places. Um, I pray personally don't see it, Father, but I don't know. You know, I don't know, but I can say that my personal concerns are not high at this point. I do, however, there is the the, the, the vision. If it, was it a vision of the Vilna Gaon, Father? Uh, you know, and was that even a, a, a vision from you? We don't even know that because it's highly likely that this was probably a Kabbalistic, uh, mystical uh, in Jewish Gentlemen, and Father, we just we do not know. We know that that particular Vilna Gaon uh, vision uh, pretty much came right out and said that Russia, you know, that we will that they that they were to don their Sabbath clothes and to prepare for the return of the Messiah, which of course the the mystical Jews would probably be the the rise of the Antichrist, which would make a lot of sense, and it would be uh, the, the landmark event would be when Russia entered into Istanbul, which would essentially now be the capital of today in Turkey, praise God. Father, we just praise you. It could These things could be beginning to unfold right now. Um, and we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for a supernatural spirit of peace. There's two major, two major things. There's, well, there's really probably hundreds and hundreds of major things that are going on in the world that are very, very ultra, super ultra negative right now, uh, many of which we have no visibility into, many of which have been continuing now for over two years, maybe more. Um, uh, food supply chain issues um, that uh, are not really being manifested inside of our uh, grocery stores the way that some, you know, some articles seem to imply, so we don't understand for sure how much of that is real and how much of it isn't. Um, but there, we have so much darkness. So many claims of darkness happening all at the same time. Uh, indeed, people are, you know, not not in the way that was originally stated by many, whereby they thought there was going to be some sort of a kill switch. But we've been, Father, we've been aware that, that the, um, the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are exceedingly evil. Um, they have seen, apparently it appears to be some type of de- demonic and living creature referred to as a hydra uh inside of inside the vaccines and also metallic particles and and uh, father we we just uh, you know and again these we believe are nanoparticles and 
are much far more sinister than than they appear to be at um at, you know under a microscope and and by basic analysis father father we don't we all we can say is that to the best of our understanding the things that are happening across the world are are so manifold they're so diff- there there's so many of them and they're so vastly different because all of these effects haven't really rippled up it's almost like the early withdrawal of the sea prior to a tsunami coming in. It's like we can see the ripples of the water. We can see the, the sea starting to pull outward. We, we, we see a lot of the side effects. We see, uh, you know, global, as we've been watching now for over 11 years intensely, uh, catastrophic climate change dynamics that, um, that were, of course, naturally being lied to about in regard uh, to, to their actual origin, uh, fueling more global satanic crime syndicate agendas uh and and they all continue forward to some degree even in the midst of headlines that are not very trustworthy that seem to paint a rosier picture in the next few months what do we believe what do we follow what do we think what are things going to get worse well father all we know is that your word says they're going to get worse what we don't know is whether or not you father are going to give respite what we don't know, Father, is whether or not you are going to call an audible. What we, what we can do and what we're going to try to do, of course, naturally, because we're excited about the opportunity to continue to serve you, but at the same time, opportunity to be able to stand before Jesus. And we pray in accordance with Luke twenty-one thirty-six that every one of us will be found worthy, found worthy, even though we are utterly unworthy found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before you, Jesus, not cast into the outer darkness, not cast into the, not, you know, told to go out into the, uh, uh, as uh, our brother in heaven, uh, Pastor Odin Hetrick called them, not to be sent out into the suburbs or into the country mansion areas, but to actually be with you in Mount Zion where there is you know, no shadow of turning, where the glory of our Father on his throne, to be able to stand there. Some people even refer to it as the second heaven, but there's so, many, so much confusion over the different levels that we're not even going to go there. We're just going to give you praise and honor, and we're just going to ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, if there is anything in our lives, if, if, if we need to be chastened, if we need to lose our house, if our houses need to be burned down, if, you know, if, if uh, really bad, bad, super bad things that we can't even imagine could ever happen to us must happen in order for us to make it. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that those things shall happen. We surrender ourselves completely into your hands and we trust you, Father God, because we don't have anybody else that we can trust. It's just as simple as that. Father, there's too much confusion. Even the people that believe, that claim Jesus as their Lord and Savior are, are out there doing all kinds of wacky things that are out of alignment clearly with your holy word. Um, but at the same time, Father God, it, it really it aligns so unbelievably well with, with the warnings that we have in Daniel 11, Daniel 12, uh, all the things that Jesus warned us about in the Olivet Discourse. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue. We ask you to go ahead and induce labor. We have been waiting a long time to see these things start to unfold. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that we were not misled utterly by every single prophet. We, not, we understand that you do relent. We understand that you do to some degree or another. Answer the 
prayers of the saints as long as they are not out of alignment with your will and the direction of your word. We, pr- we will not and shall not ever pray against your will, Father God. We will simply contend with you as we are asked to in Isaiah 43:26. We will pray, Father God, that you will not remember our sin. We will continue to keep you in remembrance. We will pray in the name of Jesus that you will, Father God, cleanse us that we might contend with you. Father, with it, that when we state our case that we may be forgiven, that we have an advocate in heaven, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, who understands all of the pain and suffering and all of the temptations and things that we struggle with here on this earth, even when we're going through a selfish, um, uh, uh, feeling sorry for ourselves, re- rebellious stage where we're really just not even thinking at all in regard to, 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 to the fact that you, you, Jesus, have paid for us but with a dear, dear price. We think about ourselves. We think about, you know, our, the misery of our own individual situations, but we forget about First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, where it says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who have, um, whom you have received from God? You are, you are not on your own. You were bought at a price. Praise God. And we thank you, Father God, for helping us to understand that we are not our own and that Jesus did pay for us at a price. And Father, we repent, just as we discovered in Daniel chapter 9, verse 20, the other day, uh, that uh, that uh, even Daniel himself was confessing of his sins uh, pretty much not too long before the angels were sent down, um, uh, Gabriel, and then, of course, uh, the, the other angels, and it's a, it's a little bit unclear, um, but the, the one that fought with the Prince of Persia, Father, Daniel 9 and 10, in Daniel 9, 20, we praise you for showing us that even Daniel himself was confessing of his sins, confessing not only of his sins, but confessing of the sins of the entire, uh, 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 you know, of, of all of Israel, which is interesting, Father, and we praise you for that correlation because that is the same thing that happened in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 6, where Nehemiah was also doing the same exact thing, confessing of the sins of the people of Israel. While we understand, Father God, that if we are a royal priesthood, First Peter 2, 9, that that gives us, uh, and, and, and there is neither Jew nor Gentile, man nor woman, and we are all one in the body of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, we thank Thank you, Father, for, for these revelations that you have brought before us and the understanding of how this all kind of builds a harmonious and synergistic understanding of all of the scripture from Genesis 1-1 all the way to the very, very tail end of Revelation. Father God, and probably probably for an eternity even beyond that, I'm sure. Father, we just thank you for that synergy. We praise you for that harmony. We praise you for helping us to stitch all these things together and to understand that if we indeed are what your scripture says in 1 Peter 2-9, a royal priest that we would indeed, uh, with the power and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, have nothing less. I mean, how could we even assume that we would have less abilities uh, to pray to you, less abilities to confess of uh, people's sins, uh, uh, less abilities than that of Daniel, than that of Nehemiah, uh, particularly when Jesus uh, said that greater things than these will we do because he has gone unto the Father. And John 14, 13 and 14, praise your holy name, we thank Thank you, Father. And Father, we just pray that the revelation will etch itself upon our hearts, that, that it will become one with us, that we will not, it won't be a matter of belief, Father God, but it will be a matter of knowing. It will be a matter of, it will be beyond the concept of saying, I believe, as a statement of faith, but it will be a knowing that is, is literally embedded within the Spirit of God in us, that is embedded within the, the Spirit of Jesus Christ in us, for it is no longer we who live, but Christ. Christ that lives with
within us. Thank you, Jesus, and the presence of the Holy Spirit that resides in us, at least when we're not when we're when we don't grieve Him. And we just pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will wash us clean of all of our sins, wash us of all unrighteousness, Father, in the name of Jesus. For First John one nine says that if we confess of our sins, you are faithful and just, faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And we pray in the name of Jesus, Holy Lord Jesus, please cleanse and totally purify our heart, our mind, our soul, our spirit, our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven and our robe and gown in heaven with your precious blood and your holy fire. Fill us, Father God. Purge us. Make us completely clean. Make us whiter than snow. We praise your holy name and we accept the grace that you have given us. Father, let us never forget that the um, and, and, and lose track of the understanding of the concept of that grace. Not that it should be taken advantage of. Of course not. And understand that 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 we are not account. You know that, that once we confess of those sins, once we confess. Father, I have done this. Father, I have done that. Uh, Father, I was disobedient. Father, I did not do what I ought to have done. These things are not held against us, Father. In the name of Jesus, there are still people out there that believe that that, that they don't understand the new covenant. They don't understand the power of Jesus' blood. They don't understand the significance of the change that took place when he was hanging on that cross for us. When the period of grace and true grace came in, when it it makes a a brand new understanding of of the scripture where it, it says, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is your mercy towards those who fear you as far as the east is from the west so far have you separated our iniquity and our sin from us father god and we praise you we thank you for remembering that we are dust we thank you for help for 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 helping us to understand what hell is we thank you for understanding the horrors of the of of, of, and the penalties for uh you know continued disobedience and failure to confess of our sins continuously and seeking sanctification becoming intimate with you lord jesus in such a manner that we can have intimate conversations back and forth intimate conversations as we ought on our knees in the dark early in the morning when there isn't a sound to be heard where we can pull a blanket over our heads and have complete and utter spiritual communion with the Godhead oh we praise you Father God and we thank you for this cleansing we praise you and we thank you oh Lord there are, there are not words that can describe all of this when we put it all together the mercy that you have given us no Father we do understand that it is a merit the merit system we do understand First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 13, 14, and 15, where our works will be tested of what sort they are, uh, and, 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 and some will be burned, and some will uh, receive a reward, and some, well, will receive a loss. But we understand that those that doesn't have anything to do with our salvation, as long as we are continuing in our confession, as long as we are not wallowing in our sin and disobedience. And even if we were, we would probably be cast into the great tribulation, which would be horrible enough to even consider. We don't want to miss. We pray in the name of Jesus. Father, whether we are of a, of a, of a complete and, 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 and fully accurate understanding of the barley harvest, the wheat harvest, and the grape harvest. Father God, whether we understand fully uh, the, 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 par- the, the words in the parable of Luke 12, uh, uh, verse 35, 36, 37, where Jesus obviously comes back from the wedding supper to pick up the second watch and the third watch, and blessed are they. <clears throat> Father God, we just praise your holy name, and we thank you for these revelations. We thank you for the confirmations over more than 10 years of time. 
We praise you, Father, because these revelations help us to stitch together the inconsistencies of the testimonies of so many holy and righteous people that have come long before the seducing spirits were released upon the world. We thank you for the warning that you have given us through Stanley Frodsham in 1963 or thereabouts, where he was, where he was given a huge prophecy to warn us about the, the, um, the seducing spirits that would be loosed, and, 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 and that seduction is, is, is in alignment with uh, the warnings that we have in the book of Peter. Uh, about people seeking itching ears and wanting, wanting to believe something, and then the seducing spirits essentially give them uh, um, what they believe is, is, is a revelation from heaven, but in fact is just simply the, the, the seduction of giving them what, the, what it is that they believe they're asking for when it's out of alignment with your will. Oh, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to help us. Help us, Father God, to be full of your, your – you just be utterly blessed and, and, and just pour out your – I don't even know how to refer to it. It is just, there are not words. Father, there are not words. Thank you so much for your grace. We understand we must not take advantage of it. But Father, we thank you so much for your grace. And thank you for helping us to understand. Me, how how in the world could I continue to do and be wrongful? How in the world could we continue to pray on this program? How in the world could I live with myself, sleep with myself. I'm already having enough insomnia, as you know, Father. And I pray in Jesus' name that this other opportunity that seems to have bubbled up at the most incredible and unusual time. Timing is everything. Wow. I pray that you will help and lead me and show me supernaturally whether or not that's the direction I should go. Um, we just praise you, Father God. For those, for those of you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. For those of you who ha- are regular listeners of the, you know, the, the Wednesdays and Sunday programs, evidently I didn't do a real good job of explaining things. Um, so when I said I was fired, I'm pretty sure I said I was fired by my client. Pretty sure I did. However, I have been battling this cold. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I have been battling this hanger honor of a type of a cold. Uh, you know, I haven't had a cold in over 12 years, um, and uh, went up at Christmas time. And of course, everything seems to be getting all, all the viruses, all the bacterial diseases, all the things, all the sicknesses that are in this planet right now seem to be many times a magnitude more powerful more longer lasting, um, having greater impact than they have ever, ever, even the common cold. And Father, we don't understand these dynamics. We do know that viruses do tend to morph, to change over time. Um, uh, we, in, in some cases, they certainly, but anyway, Father, we just want to, we just want to lift you up and praise you. I want to praise you for, for everything. I want to praise you for my, my employment. Uh, even though the client, uh, fired me, it didn't mean that my actual employer fired me. Uh, and I am still working as of now. Um, Father, I thank you for what appears to be possibly other opportunities that you may be presenting to me. I do not know. I do not understand. Um, and I pray, I ask every single listener of this program, especially those that are participants of the prayer vigil on a regular basis, to please, in the name of Jesus, lift me up in prayer. Um, I will lift you up in prayer. Believe me, I do already. And um, and if you do have a specific prayer request, please do do not be bashful, and please send it to jbaptist777 at gmail.com. 
and my head will hit the desk on my hands and I will lift you up and whatever your prayer is, if you're worried about your kids, you're worried about whatever, you're worried about the Russians, you're worried about this, whatever the thing is, it's troubling you and you just want somebody to join you. Where two or more gathered together in the name of Jesus Christ. Gathered together is a new thing. It's a new concept when we're doing it virtually. There were no, there was no electronic email. There was, was no text messaging or any of that kind of stuff back during the apostles' time. So I, I believe with all of my heart that gathering together is – I believe that, it, that, that, it, that the criteria is met electronically on, on a global level right now. I believe it with all of my heart. As a matter of fact, uh, praise Jesus, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, because of his faith. Uh, was, you know, this is way, way, way back in the early 1900s. He traveled to, I believe it was Sweden, to do a divine healings uh, um, uh, revival. And there were untold numbers of people standing in this large park. And, of course, Sweden's kind of backwards when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ in a big, big way. And um, uh, it's unfortunate, and they need a lot of prayer. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, thank you, Jesus, for the things that you have shown me over the years because they're so relevant to, the, to today. We thank you for that. Um, uh, Smith, uh, the Swedish government um, did, did that, had nothing to do with any kind of a pandemic or any of, the, any of that kind of strangeness because there was nothing like that going on back then. It was long already, you know, the Spanish flu was long already over, long by decades already over. But the local Spanish, or I'm sorry, Swe- Swedish authorities did not. For some reason, I guess they were against Christianity, and they um, knew Smith was coming, and they levied an ordinance so that it was illegal uh, for uh, Smith Wigglesworth to lay hands on people so that they would receive healings. So Smith Wigglesworth stood up on the um, platform, and he spoke to the myriad of people standing there for divine healing in the fields uh, where he was preaching. And he said, and he said, I want every single person in this field to lay hands on yourself. And everybody did exactly as he said. And he prayed over all the people. And people were evidently going out in the spirit and receiving divine healings and jumping for joy. Amazing things happened. It was an act of faith. And if that can, ha- if that kind of thing can happen for Smith Wigglesworth in the early, you know, 19, probably the 1920s, roughly 30s, I don't know, and around about that time, Father, then we know that those things are available for us today. We know that the that uh, that we can pray together electronically. We know that you. We can send emails to each other electronically, text messages, and we can gather together electronically. So where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in our midst, Father. We praise you for that. We thank you for hearing our petitions. We praise you for honoring that which that, that, that is within your will, and we do trust you, Father. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We state it. We confess it with the power, the name of the Lord Jesus. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you, Father God. We're going to say it so often, Father, that it just becomes a part of the Spirit of God within us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We trust you, Father. We trust you. We believe that no matter what happens, even if we do not see, for blessed is he who, re- who believes and has not seen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for, the, for doubting Thomas. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing that to happen on the earth so that we would understand that blessed is he who believes and has not seen. And we, we trust you, Father God, for a revelation, for the answer to our prayers, that we know that when, when it, maybe we 
will not receive precisely what it is that we are asking for. Maybe it, it, will, it will seem like years before there's some type of a hope of resolution and we won't understand those dynamics and, we'll, and maybe the spirit of doubt will enter us. Of course, the accuser of the brethren at that moment in time will stand before your high, holy, supreme courts and start pointing at us and accusing us. We pray, Father God, as it says in Zechariah chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, when you brought Joshua the high priest up there and you told Satan basically to just shut up because he, 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 this may, because the high priest, even though he was covered and soaking in sin and had to have the clothing removed from him and a clean turban placed on his head, hallelujah, Father God, you told Satan to stand down and you told him that it is this not one plucked from the fire, hallelujah, and we pray in the name of Jesus that each one of us are plucked from the fire, thank you Jesus, and we pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that you will allow these miracles to move through our hands, through our faith, for even the faith that we have because we have not seen it. We praise you for that, and we thank you for an empowering of the Holy Spirit, your holy fire. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will anoint us like we have never been anointed before, that the spirit of perseverance will fall on us in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. We trust you because we believe. We know it is not a matter of just believing. When we read your word, we know beyond any shadow of a doubt that it is the truth. Hallelujah. And you will answer it in your perfect timing and certainly probably even with better results and more glory than it would have been if we had gotten precisely what we asked for. Thank you, Father, for being so awesome. Thank you for loving us that much. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us that much. Praise you for your advocacy. Forgive us for our goof-ups, our screw-ups, our mess-ups, our disobedience. Hear our confessions. We pray in the name of Jesus, cleanse us of all impurity. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for the days that, for whatever reason, it's beyond us, that you have chosen us to be a part of, the days that we're in right now. And so many of us, Father, see possibilities. Now, we saw possibilities before, and most certainly probably because of your incredible mercy, for your mercy does endure forever, and you do relent and change your mind in accordance with prayers, call audibles, change things up. It's all in the Bible. Uh, it's all in the Bible. So, um, we just thank you, Father, for the stories that m many of us are very familiar with. And we just pray, Lord, that you will continue to do what is the most loving and kind thing that you can do for all of creation, for all of the peoples on this earth, that you will continue to hear our prayers. Do not delay in answering them, we pray, even if we're unable to see it. And Father, in Jesus' name, give us peace for the things that we're going through that are beyond our ability to handle in the flesh. Help the mothers that are suffering right now because of trouble, trials, and tribulations associated with their children. Father, one of the most difficult scriptures in the entire Bible for a mother to understand is it came right from the precious lips of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you love your son or your daughter more than me, you are not worthy of me. Father, we pray for a special anointing of forgiveness. Father, we pray for a special anointing of peace. Father, we pray for that special anointing to fall upon every single mother out there who is 
under attack. Maybe they made good decisions. Maybe they didn't make as good decisions as they might have. Maybe they. Maybe it has to do with sicknesses and and attacks from the devil and spirits of infirmity and all kinds of possibilities. But Father, there's something that you gave us when we were fearfully and wonderfully made. You gave us our mothers. And that bond that you hardwired into their DNA is so strong. It's beyond the comprehension of pretty much any man alive on the earth, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Unless he has extra DNA. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. But, Father, we ask you to give each one of the mothers that are suffering right now that their suffering is so intense, so egregious, so overwhelming that they're having a difficult time, that they're losing sight of our Lord Jesus and his compassion. Teach us, Lord, through experience, through our faith, as we cry deeper and heaving sobs of grief, of just unexpressible grief. As those mothers grieve over the situations that they're going through, potentially being called before magistrates and having to allow the spirit of the Holy, you know, the, the Holy Spirit to take, you know, control of their tongue and to just to trust you, Father, or because they have lost loved ones, and there's a spirit of they're very, they're so broken. They're so utterly broken that they've lost. It's hurt their faith. They believe with all of their heart it could never happen to them because God would not allow it to. Father, we know that we are entering into... (laughs) All we know is that we're entering into times that we do not understand and we will not understand. And we are going to need your help every step of the way. We've been promised through the mouths of those who call themselves prophets and believe that they are and perhaps do speak and prophesy in part, as the scripture tells us, which indicates that none none of the prophecies are 100%. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, and they have spoken words that suggested that there would be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit at some point upon us all that would help us to get through the dynamic of Psalm 91, whereby we are told that we would see a thousand fall to our left hand and 10,000 to our right. And we would look and see essentially the punishment of the, of the wicked, the unrighteous. Yet we are to be Jesus on this earth. And to be Jesus is to be compassion and love. And that, Father God, you know better than anybody is oil and water. And the pain, the agony that the mothers are feeling that are going through the things that they're going through across this entire world, 40,000 Christians in, 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 in the country of Lebanon alone, let us never become myopic and think that we're not all part of the same body of our Lord Jesus. Help us to always remember that no matter how high those waves are, We better be dog paddling hard 
so we can see the face of our Lord walking on that water toward us. Because our love and our focus, our first love, greater than any love that we could have even for our own children, is all that matters for the days that we have ahead. Help us to keep our hearts and minds stayed on things above, Colossians 3, 2, and not on things of this world. We ask for a supernatural outpouring of your peace. We ask for special forgiveness, Father, please, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. For all of the suffering mothers who cannot possibly comprehend or struggle deeply with the words, he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Some of the strongest and most powerful words in the entire scripture. We need that anointing, Father, that was promised through the servant, your servants, the prophets, but we are not certain, given the days that we are in right now, that we were told the truth. We may need a supernatural outpouring, specifically through our prayers and by virtue of dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. And what I mean is, on your knees, in the dark, early in the morning, late at night, no noise, no distractions, pull a blanket over your head, stick something in your ears so you don't hear nothing. Focused. Help us, Father God, to know that even the Jews that stand at the wailing wells, they bob back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, are doing that for a reason. They're doing it because it helps them to concentrate on you, Father. Father, we lift up all of the people in the state of Israel right now because we know that we are approaching World War III, and that is going to be part of the Gog and Magog invasion, which will include invasions upon the land of the, of the uh, city with no walls, which is the United States of Babylon the Great. United States, which will be a fulfillment of many of the prophecies, dreams, and visions that indicated that uh, Chinese planes and Russian, potentially Russian bombers would move across the, Ar the Arctic Circle and enter in from uh, over Canada. So our brothers and sisters in Canada will actually see before these planes arrive and start bombing the United States. We do not understand, Father God, what order these events will occur in, but we are expecting or anticipating it, them to begin at any time. We are certainly moving rapidly. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We do not understand. We do not understand. We, what we do understand for certainty, with great certainty, is what we have experienced. And what we have clearly experienced, Father, is the people prophesying in part. We see, and we clearly see, Father God, now more than ever before, ever since 2016 in the entry of Trump into the, whatever, the world of evangelical Christianity. We'll leave it at that. Father, and certainly some type of an act of mercy, no doubt. But we, our citizenship, Philippians 3.20, is in heaven. We are citizens of heaven. We are citizens with you. We keep our minds stayed on things above and not on things of this world. We see with eternal eyes. The very loss of our own children just simply means that they're happily playing in the presence of Jesus in a beautiful field where you can step on flowers. They're alive and they sing and they come back right back up. You can walk underwater and play with the fish and you don't get wet. Walk through snowy mountaintops and your feet don't get cold. Oh, if we could only live in our hearts with the reality that is truly real and is ours Yet we get pulled into the quagmire of this hologram of evil. Thank you for the beauty that you have given us to, to bring us to the revelation of the truth, which is that you are our Father, and it could be no other way. 
We thank you, Father, for these revelations. We praise you for the very deep understanding. Certainly, there's never there's a never-ending and probably eternal growth that we all have to go through. We just pray that we will be found worthy to go through it with you. Each one of us, I'm sure, Father, would like to be part of the ruling class with Jesus. We don't even know what the criteria is, except we just have to make you our first love, believe and continuously confess and continuously change our evil ways that are embedded in our flesh. Even the absence of faith is a sin. Even the absence of doing something we should have done that was good, that we didn't do, is a sin. How incredibly difficult and narrow is that path? We praise you for the revelations of these things. We thank you, Father, for being our Father. We thank you that your mercy does endure forever. And Lord Jesus, more than anything, we thank you. We thank you for all of your parables that are just like reading a newspaper. We don't even have to think twice about them anymore. They literally just jump off the page. They have, there's no confusion. There's no, it's so obvious. Even the things that you said to your, the you know, the apostles, Father, or Lord Jesus, one and the same, right? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Even the things that you said to them, Lord Jesus, when you said, I'm paraphrasing, but when you said, uh, to, the, to, 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 to some of the followers and disciples that were around you at the time, you said that uh, that if you were to forgive two people, one who had only sinned a little bit against you and one who had sinned a lot against you, which one would love you the most? And the answer was unanimously, evidently, uh, the one that, had sinned against you the most and still had received your incredible mercy and forgiveness. I think I'm in the running, for sure. Maybe many of us are, more than we even realize. And we thank you for this opportunity to gather electronically. I praise you, Father God, that I did not lose my employer job and I'm not in some sort of a messed up emergency mode trying to cut back all expenses and things and survive. Just praise you, Father God. Let us lift each other up. Let us touch each other. Let the power flow through us. Let us understand who we are in Christ, and let us never waver in our faith. And let us trust you. Help us to surrender all. Like that old song that if I played right now, I'd probably be in some sort of a copyright violation, even though it was however many years ago. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my precious Savior, Jesus. We all surrender all. Thank You, Lord. Tonight is January the 21st of 2022, believe it or not, the 19th of Shavad of 5782. The next holiday is Rosh Kodesh Adar the 1st, which is February the 1st of 2022. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And tonight, it is 7.42 p.m. on the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great. And we're still here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Give us the strength. Praise you, Lord. 
And tonight, together, we light the Sabbath candles, or if you prefer, the Shabbat candles. It doesn't have to be on a Friday night. It can be on Tuesday night. It can be on a Thursday night. You don't have to light them at all, or you can light them if you want to. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Romans 14 and a much deeper understanding than anybody ever teaches from it. And, Father, I am trying to light the candles, and it appears that, once again, I have a broken, okay, well, I'm I'm out of faith here. I'm just going to see if I can find it. I have a bad, all my properly long, proper, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to burn my fingers. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I light one for the Father, one for the Son. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And one for the Holy Spirit. I have those long-reach can- uh, you know, big lighters for lighting candles, and I just have this really bad habit of slamming the the drawers, <laughs> breaking them every single time. Thank you, Jesus. Buy stock and pick. Hallelujah. Anyway, God bless you all. The Hebrew Kaddish. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Borei Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kitshanu B'mitzvotav V'ratzavanu V'shabat Kodsho V'avahu V'ratzon Hinchilanu Zikaron L'mase V'reshit Ki hu yom Techila Lemikrae Kodesh, Zechelitziat Mitraim. Kivanu Vacharta, Veotanu Kidashta, Mikol Vishabhat Kochecha Beava Uvratson Himchaltanu Baruchatadonai Mekadesh Hashabah Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. To the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. For you are my dove, hidden in the split-open rock. It was I, the Lord Jesus, who took you and hid you up high in that secret stairway of the sky, Let me see your radiant face. Let me hear your sweet voice. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are in worship, and how lovely your voice is in prayer. You must catch those troubling foxes, those nasty sins, those sly little foxes, those sins that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together.
to dwell upon your holy hill of The one who walks along a blameless path In all he does are only righteous acts serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing 
shall by any means hurt you. Ephesians 3.20 Now to him Jesus, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, how? According to the power that works in us. Mark sixteen seventeen through 18 And these signs will follow those who believe. Do you believe? In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. Which, in my opinion, is just a, it's, it's reptilians. <laughs> Pretty much that's just as simple as it is. In other words, we will be able to fight against them. Principalities, power, spiritual hosts, wickedness, rules of darkness, and high places, and all that kind of stuff. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Does it say it's going to happen miraculously? Are they going to jump out of their wheelchair and say, praise Jesus? doesn't say that. The word, if they drink, the word drink in the Greek, it, uh, it, it translates directly over to the word imbibe. <clears throat> the similes are to drink, consume, swallow, uh, assimilate, absorb, digest, or ingest. Fascinating, huh? Most people just look at that and see the word drink and go, oh, well, I'm not drinking it. I guess it doesn't matter. That which is absolutely incredibly inaccurate. Holy Lord Jesus, we praise your holy name. We lift our hands up to you and give you glory as the scripture says. Raise your hands before our Father. We raise our hands before you. We praise you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we pray that you will cleanse and totally purify our heart, our soul, our mind, our spirit, our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven and our robe and gown in heaven with your precious blood and holy fire. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, Now knowing these things, brethren, let us cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. Filthy spirits, folks. You ever think of that? Filthy spirits. Let us cleanse ourselves of all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness. How? In the fear of God. Just once I'd like to see an evangelical... A Christian church in the United States preach on that one scripture. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And if I brought that up to my sister, she'd probably hit me over the head with a uh, frying pan, and I'm not joking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to clear the air. We're going to clear the air. Thank you, Jesus. Because this is anybody, anybody who thinks the hordes of hell haven't been released upon this earth right now. I mean, he almost, I don't know. Anyway. They don't have power over us, but we do have to wield the sword of the Spirit. Yeah, we do. If we're going to put it on the whole armor of God, and the only offensive weapon is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word. It even says right there, it's the Word, and we don't know our Word, then what are we going to do? A whole lot of nothing. Praise God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by the blood of the Lamb of God, we come against principalities and powers, spiritual hosts of wickedness, strongholds in our lives, rulers of darkness in high places. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we sever your heads with the sword of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we disarm you. In accordance with Colossians 2.15, we cancel your assignments against us. We bind and cast you out 
into the pit. In the name of Jesus, we declare anything that attempts to stand against us, any worker of Hasatan, any live or dead human spirit, anything, any unbelief, anything that does not believe or, 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 or uh, cannot call Jesus Christ its Lord and Savior, any member of a witch coven, any, anything, anything that is not yours, Jesus, that attempts to come against us, we decree in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, your holy fire, we're just like the two witnesses that will just shoot fire out of their mouths for 3.5 years, Father, we thank you for revealing to, that that is us calling down the fire. Thank you, Jesus. May we all accept the assignment to come down and help our brothers and sisters that are cast into the great tribulation. Thank you for the honor of even asking us, Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we, in the name of Jesus, we declare your fire to burn the these entities into screaming in horrific agony and making a public spectacle of them thereof in Jesus' name and in accordance with Colossians 2.15. We wave the sword of the Spirit over the pit that they may not that they may not escape. We declare the fire of God to weld the pit shut and plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Father, at the moment that any of these entities set their wills against us, we declare the fire of God to shoot down from the glory pillar and to burn them in immediate screaming agony. In the name of Jesus, scattering the darkness in all directions. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus when your holy fire strikes them that it will stick to them like napalm. In Jesus' name, and that the other demons of darkness will see it and run for their whatever their 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 twice dead lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, we claim it, we declare it, and we stand on the faith of God, in Jesus' name, against these entities, we command that they be immediately cut off from ever receiving power from the kingdom of darkness again. We require the immediate disbursement of all of their funds from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We require the immediate destruction of all of their books, artifacts, and sorcery, and cast them into the pit and vaporize them with the fire of God. We require the immediate reversal of all their schemes, cancellation of all assignments. We tear up their contracts and cast them into Gehenna, the lake of fire. Penalties applied. We cast them into the pit. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Praise your name.
priesthood we stand before the high holy supreme courts of heaven and we lift our hands to you and we praise your name and we thank you for the power and the authority that you have given us through the mighty name of the lord jesus christ and the sword of the spirit in jesus name we decree that any of our loved ones anyone that we know anyone that is close to us anyone that is part of your family father god and out of their own ignorance father out of their own ignorance as your scripture says my people are lost due to the lack of wisdom father we pray in the name of jesus we call down the holy fire from the throne room of god in jesus name we call that holy fire down uh, to enter into their bloodstreams uh, to burn out anything that is impure Father, in the name of Jesus, any hydras, any metallic particles, anything that does not belong there, we render the vaccines into saline. They are not to have any power over your people. They shall not harm us. And we declare the fire of God to completely purge them clean in the name of Jesus as if they have never received the vaccine out of their own ignorance. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call down the fire of God to burn the evil out of these vaccines in Jesus' name, to burn it completely away and to purify it by the fire of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father God. Into their bloodstreams, we plead the blood of Jesus. Into their bloodstreams, we plead the blood of Jesus. It renders all of that noise, that evil, inert. It renders it inert in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It has no power over us. It no longer exists. In Jesus' name. So be it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name. Thank you, Father. 
We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Great are you, Father. Great are you, Father. Glory to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. Humble my heart. Humble my heart. Lord, let me always burn for you and humble my heart. Lord, let me always long for you and humble my heart. Humble my heart. Humble my heart. Lord, let me always lean on you and humble Humble my heart Humble my heart Lord, let me always walk in you And humble my heart And humble my heart Humble my heart Humble my heart Lord, let me always trust in you And humble my heart ourselves into your hands. Do with us what you will. Whatever you may do, we praise your holy name. We are ready for all. We accept all. 
let only your will be done in all of us. We wish no more than this. Oh, Lord, into your hands we commit our soul. Into your hands we commit our spirit. And we offer it to you. We want it to be in your hands. We believe that it is. With all the love of our heart, we love you. We may not act like it sometimes, but we do. And we thank you for being able to look into our heart. To know our rising and our falling, our coming and our going. To know all these things. To know when we're suffering. To understand that we are dust. We fear hellfire. Which means we fear you, Father. Even though we know that your mercy endures forever. Let us work and strive every day, every moment. To examine our hearts, never comparing ourselves to another person on earth, never comparing ourselves to other people or the perception of other people as they act or do what it is they do as Christians. Let us never compare ourselves to another member of the flesh. Let only our relationship be with you, Lord Jesus. Let only our concerns be that we please thee. Let our desire for you be to be so strong to remember that you, how much you have suffered in everything that you had gone through. That we were bought for a price. That we no longer belong to ourselves. Forgive us for those times when we become so self-centered, so myopic, feeling so sorry for ourselves, so miserable. Let it not in any way hinder the emotional relationship that we must have with you, intimate, telling you all of our problems and concerns, examining our own hearts and asking you for help and praising you for it before we see the manifestation of that gift, knowing that we've already received it, that it's on its way to us in the hands of an angel. We pray completely protected by your holy fire, unhindered by the darkness in the spiritual realm, arriving at your perfect timing with the answer to your prayer, our prayers to you, Father, to you, Lord Jesus, as we admit our weaknesses and ask for help with all sorts of problems and feelings and things that we have in our lives that we have to deal with. We praise you for helping us. We know how incredibly busy the throne room must be right now. I can only imagine, I can only imagine based on 1 Kings 22, what is it, 22.19, I got to go back and double check, with Micaiah. King Ahab dying at Ramoth Gilead and all the spirits 
the minor gods standing before you, Father, an innumerable company. We just praise you, Father, for helping us to understand these dynamics, understand how things work, how busy the throne room must be at this time. We praise you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for the gift of speaking in tongues and understanding that it allows us to connect directly through the spiritual realm, unhindered, prayers not stopped, cannot be stopped by the demons of darkness. They're not even visible to them. But it is a spiritual connection directly into your throne room, Father. I've seen a battle cruiser in the United States Navy's combat information center during war games and how busy it was. I can only imagine how busy things are now. How merciful you are to hear the prayers of those of us who are utterly unworthy. We thank you. Father, for inclining thine ear to us. Hear our prayers. Cleanse us. Purify us. Strengthen us. Anoint us. We know we're here for a reason. We see it in the scripture. Let us never fade back out of lack of courage. Let us embed Joshua 1.9 in our hearts and become it. And more than anything, Father, we pray that we refuse to accept anything other than that we trust you. And that's final. Praise your holy name and thank you, Father, for bringing us through all of the things that we have gone through thus far and those things which we will go through, many of which we may not understand. Let us lift our hands up to your light and praise you in the midst of the worst calamities that we can even imagine, if that is your will. We look forward to the very moment that our lowly bodies will be transformed into Jesus' glorious body. Father, I thank you. I, I, I thank you for that wonderful opportunity that you gave me uh, to answer an email to someone who was talking to church pastors and the church pastor said, well, flesh cannot inherit heaven. So when we're raptured, our bodies will just stay behind. And I simply told him that's not what the Bible says. It says that our bodies will be changed. I don't say anything about them being left behind. Father, we just praise your holy name and we thank you for the revelations of your scripture. We praise you for your word. We thank you for the divine understanding of the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the ability of us to be able to use the weapons of our, our warfare, which are not carnal, but are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Second Corinthians 10.5. 
Father, we just praise your holy name and we thank you for the opportunity to be able to serve you. We pray that we will continue to grow and be uh, in our in our sanctification and our walk. Please, Father, help us. Give us the strength to get through the earthly things that are overwhelming us at this time. Pass them, get through them, be stronger than them. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Maybe it won't happen in one day, and maybe it won't happen for a whole year, but let us be tenacious and persevere and get up extra early and stay up extra late and pray. If we can't sleep because we're tossing and turning in the middle of our bed and we're worried about whatever it is that we think we... Father, let us just take advantage of that opportunity to get out of bed and get on our knees. No point in laying in bed, tossing and turning waste of time. We praise you, Father, for the opportunity to serve you. We thank you, Father God, for keeping us all exactly where you need us to be, ever strengthening our walk, continuing to outpour the gifts of the uh, Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13. 12 and, 12 and 13, act well, 12, mostly, but praise you, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. We praise you, Father. We cannot thank you enough. And we pray that we will continue to grow in your power, in the understanding of your word, in faith. And we ask you for that Holy Spirit gift of faith, that Holy Spirit gift of discernment, the Holy Spirit gift of love, to fill us so strong that as we see people suffering, even people, Father God, that are you know turning against you, out of love, let us have the compassion of Jesus with the prayer of love that you will overwhelm them in dreams and visions of the night, changing their heart and their eternity forever. And Father, also please, in the name of Jesus, let us not follow after the, the, the understandings of the, the churchianity and the theologians, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, help us to understand that there is no place in the Bible anywhere that says that we cannot pray for someone who has died. That is a lie from the devil, and it is a lie that comes out of the tongues of pastors and churches all over the world. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and cast it into the pit. We understand that the Apostle Paul even uh, never rebuked them, never rebuked them at all in, in 1 Corinthians, but had made mention of how they were baptizing the dead. Now, if that was a sin or something they shouldn't have been doing, then Paul would have been pretty darn quick to get out there and rebuke them and tell them because he was already in the process of rebuking them for a whole bunch of stuff. But he never said a word about it. We thank you for the testimonies of the people that have been sent to hell and that were and 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 their family were were praying for them when they were you know having no idea that they had died and gone to hell. And you sent an angel in accordance with the prayers of the saint that was praying for their son and pulled them out of hell. Let us never stop praying. Let us understand the power, the authority of the Godhead that has been given to us and never ever stop praying. And believe. I rebuke in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ the spirit of unbelief that comes upon us because of the lies of theology. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and I cast it into the pit of hell. And I declare the fire of God to weld it shut. May we never be distracted by the things that people assume they understand in the word of God. 
but yet cannot find it. We thank you, Father God, for the revelations that you have helped us to understand. Because in the days that we have ahead, if we do not have these revelations, we are not going to be able to control the darkness. And we are not going to be able to push it aside, cast it into the pit, render it uh, 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 completely um, impotent. May we come against the works of the devil. May we stomp them into the ground. May we humiliate all of the principalities and the powers. May we cast the demons' darkness into, uh, in, 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 into, a, into a containment zone, into a, a pit, weld it shut, seal it shut, and declare the fire of God to permeate the pit and burn them into screaming agony in the name of Jesus, making a public spectacle of them thereof in accordance with Colossians 2.15. We thank you, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, that through your faith and through your anointing and through our knowledge and understanding of the advanced and and, and, um, uh, arguably, well, certainly mysteries of the Scripture that you have revealed to the hearts of babes. Oh, Father, we just praise you that you will just amplify that in us, that you will anoint us with it, that you will give us a tenfold understanding, that it will overcome the concept of the word belief and will become a knowledge that is embedded within our very existence, that we cannot even accept, not even for a second that it cannot be true, because we know that it is. We thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name, and we just thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
generation, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, who were once not a people but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you are also called in one body. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, and whatever things are of a good report. If there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, which there is, meditate on these things. He, Jesus, went a little further and he fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Matthew 26. 39. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached amongst the Gentiles, believed upon in the world, and received up into glory. 1 Timothy 3.16. We pray for purification based upon Psalm 51, 1 through 13. Actually, 1 through 14. Hallelujah. Got to edit that. Praise God. Here we go. Father, we pray that you will have mercy upon us. We know that you will. You've promised it. But we ask you for more. According to your incredible love, according to your incredible kindness, and according to the multitude of your tender mercies, we ask you, Father, please, blot out our transgressions. Blot them out from the record-keeping books in heaven and blot them out from your memory. For as you said in Isaiah 43:25, you will not remember our sins. Wash us thoroughly from our iniquity and cleanse us from our sin, we pray. Please. 
We confess them to you, Father. We acknowledge our transgressions. And we know right around the corner, we'll sin again. Accept our confessions, Father. We praise you for being righteous and just and cleansing us of all our sin and our iniquity. Against you, Father, and you only we have sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, Father, we were brought forth in iniquity and in sin our mothers conceived us. Behold, Father, we know that you desire truth deep inside of us. Even in the hidden part of our spirit, deep inside of us, we pray that you will make us to know your wisdom. Father, please purge us with your hyssop and we shall be clean. Wash us that we would be whiter than snow. Make us hear joy and gladness that the chastening, the hard times, the trials and tribulations, the bones that you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from our sin and blot out completely from our robe and gown in heaven all of our iniquities and remember them no more. Create in us a clean heart, Father, clean. Renew a steadfast spirit within us and renew our minds. Do not cast us away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from us. Let us not grieve him. O Lord our God, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, fill us. Fill us with your light. Fill us with your glory. Transform us. Strengthen us. And help us to rise above all which we see in this hologram of the flesh. Restore to us, Father, the joy that we all should have no matter what that of your salvation and uphold us Father with your incredibly generous spirit and then we will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will be converted to you Lord God deliver us from the guilt of our sin forevermore and our tongues shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. 
when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In that same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant, eternal contract in my blood. This, too, as often as you drink it, as often in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Ani, Lodori, Lodori Li. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. Serenity 
sons of God. We are the masters of the devil and his filthy demons. And we are the servants and foot washers of mankind. 
Ezekiel 22.30, So I sought for a man amongst them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me, the Lord God, on behalf of the land. But I should not destroy it, but I found no one. We stand in the gap on behalf of the land. Also, we heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send who will go for us? Father, here we are. Send us. Isaiah 6, 8. Isaiah 43, 25. Our Father said, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance and let us contend, let us work together. Praise you, Father. Here we are. Send us. John fourteen twelve through 14. Most assuredly, I say to you, Jesus said, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do, because I go unto the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father will be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. We praise your name. Colossians 2.15 Jesus, having disarmed principalities and powers, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it, the cross. Well, gee, that if it's no longer us who lives, but Christ who lives in us, then it is us who disarms principalities and powers, making a public spectacle of them today. Because as it says in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. We are those royal priests on the earth who call down the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Intensified prevailing prayers, God's ordained law and method for implementing his redemptive plan in this age until Jesus returns. It is the highest, the holiest, and the mightiest effort of which a child of God is capable. It is God's chosen way to bring heaven's power, heaven's resources, and heaven's angels into action upon the earth. All stop. Let's go back and review the scripture again. I mean... What does this guy Wesley L. Duell know in this book anyhow? It says, it, it says right here, it's God's chosen way to bring heaven's power, heaven's resources, and heaven's angels into action upon the earth. Well, how do we know that's true? Show it to me in the Bible. Praise God. How about we do? How about we do? Again, let's go back and review Isaiah 43:25. I, our Father said, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. Let us contend together. Let's go back and read once again. It is God's chosen way to bring heaven's power, heaven's resources, and heaven's angels into action upon the earth. What is? Intensified prevailing prayer. It's right there in the Bible. So easy to see. 
James 5.16b, which is the second half of 5.16, says, The effective fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. Doesn't carry it, maybe not 100%. You might say, why not? Because a lot of times the Lord will delay part of it for the right moment in time, or he will use that prayer power and the gift of the answer to that prayer to do something more glorious than what you even asked for. That's why you believe. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Just looking at all these scriptures I could read, but you know what? I'm not. Because I have a zillion times before. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'd like to, but you know, because I just love to read the scripture. You know why? Because it's living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living and powerful. Hebrews 4.12. Living. Powerful. Sword of the Spirit. Power. God has not given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and the sound mind. Second Timothy one seven. Oh no, I'm afraid of the needle. A needle? Some liquid that some Satanist put in there? You're afraid of that and you are a part of the Godhead of all of creation? The elect of God? A royal priest? The power of Jesus Christ himself. It's nothing to be afraid of. Not for, the, not for those of us who believe. Not for those of us who believe. Then the rest become, unfortunately, those who we see dropping a thousand to our left and ten thousand to our right. But it shall not come near you. What? The perilous pestilence that walks in the night. It shall not come near you. But I don't believe. Then you have a problem. If you believe, those promises are yours. In fact, it is who you actually are in Christ. Now, because it's been a, bit, a little bit of a long time since I've done this, and I've done it like, I don't know, like, as the Bible says, an innumerable number of times. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. I'm going to go over real quick why and then um, and why and in what order that I pray this way. Now, many of you who have been around a while, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You you get it. I'm sure that you do. I hope that you do by now. And if you don't or you're on the borderline and you're still trying to figure it out, maybe this will help a little bit more. And I do pray fast, and I do quote scripture quickly, and some people struggle to keep up with it. And they've told me so, but that's me. So <laughs> I can't change that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. But I can't explain it. Okay? So I'm going to explain it once, and then we're going to pray for the people. Because we're going to stand in the gap on behalf of the land. And the land that we're going to stand in the gap on behalf of, Ezekiel 22 30, is what we're, is um, the land, in this case, will be all of Asia. And why? Because there's billions of people there. There's more people in the land of Asia. There's more people in like the countries countries of China and India than like 
the rest of the world. I mean, it's like, well, if you, if you do combine all the rest of the world, then it's not the case. But I'm just saying that they, they are the most populous countries in the world. I'm talking about billions. Praise God. So we're going to pray on behalf of the land. But we're going to pray in a certain order, and we're going to do it in a certain way. Now, because we're a royal priesthood, and because we have, you know, that which is bound on earth is bound in heaven, that which is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven, Matthew 18, 18. When we pray, we are actually praying before the courts of heaven. All right. Whether you actually you say it or state it or not is kind of irrelevant because the scripture says you already are, whether you realize it or not. Now, now I was given maybe maybe it, it, and this this isn't you know if you're not into the whole cup of forgiveness thing then that's fine. It's symbolic. There's all kinds of cups and vials all over the Bible, and we know that that our you know the, our Father has the angels pour them out upon the earth for many 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 different reasons. Now it's a long long testimony. I'm not going to get into it, but I will just tell you that the Lord gave me a golden cup of forgiveness. Now, you know you weren't there, you didn't feel it, you didn't see the miracle happening, you didn't. So how can I expect? All I can do is give you my testimony. So I'm just going to let you know that I was given, I, I was placed upon my heart to go find this golden cup of forgiveness. I don't know where the, it, all of a sudden I just felt like I have to go find a cup of forgiveness. I got to find a cup of forgiveness. It's got to be golden. It's got to be a cup of forgiveness. And I was overwhelmed. I was like, I, I just had to go do it. So I was searching around on Amazon and looking for one. And I typed in golden cup and surely I found some $800, $1,400, $2,000, that kind of stuff. Cause they were really gold, you know, they're gold plated and gold's real expensive and all that kind of stuff. Right. So now I'm discouraged. I go over to eBay and I type in the same words, golden cup, and bam, right there for $14.95, I have this big golden goblet. I just went ahead and bought it, came to the house, and I looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, it's covered in grapes, grape leaves and vines, the fruit of the vine. Didn't even occur to me at the time. But I knew it was the Lord giving it to me. Because he just wanted me to lift it up to him and ask him to forgive people. I mean, you've got Daniel in nine, chapter 9, verse 20, confessing of his sins and then confessing of the sins of the people of the lands of Israel. you got Nehemiah in chapter 1, verse 6, confessing of his sins and confessing of the sins of the peoples of the lands of Israel. We're a royal priesthood. We're the elect of God. We have the power and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have his blood. They did not. How sad it is to not realize the power that you have and not use it when you, the saving of souls is at stake. The people that would be otherwise burning and screaming in horrific agony as their soul body flesh was eternally melting into... Just, I don't even want to go there. I don't even like to listen to testimonies of hell anymore. I only need to be terrified a couple of times before I get it. So so again, what I what the Lord has led me to do is hold up beforehand symbolically. Now I, I do in fact actually have a cup, but it doesn't matter that you don't. You can still symbolically hold up before him a cup of forgiveness. And ask him to pour it out upon the people of the lands. Because we stand in the gap on behalf of the lands. 
Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Father, forgive them. I could quote John twenty twenty five, which says, If you forgive the sins of any, they will be forgiven them. If you retain their sins, they will be retained. Listen to a theologian, and I'll tell you a thousand reasons why you're misunderstanding that scripture. And I can give them one reason why that scripture is what says what it says. Quite frankly, I don't care what THD they say they have. It doesn't mean anything. John fifteen sixteen makes it very clear that Jesus Christ is the head of the church, and he ordains not the church. Praise God. Now, so I start out by lifting a golden cup of forgiveness up before the Father, up before his high holy supreme courts, most high El Elyon, and I ask him, Father, please forgive the peoples of the lands of whichever land. So first I ask for forgiveness, because once they're forgiven, it releases the right that the demons have to control them. When, if you understand spiritual warfare and you understand demonic possession and all that kind of stuff, when that person is released of their sin, when they confess of their sin, when they, when they, they give, that's why Jesus said he has nothing in me, because Jesus had no sin in him. So Satan couldn't touch him and neither could the demons, because he had no right. We release the right of the demons to stay inside of the people that we're praying for by asking our Father to forgive them. And by confessing of their sins for them as a royal priest, which is exactly what the early Levitical priesthoods uh, did when they were sacrificing animals. They were doing it as a royal priesthood to sacrifice on behalf of the peoples of Israel for their sins. It is a part of who we are. Now, the perfect dynamic is if the person themselves confess of their sins to Jesus. That is where they want to be. But since we're praying for third parties, it changes that dynamic. And there are scriptures to support that in Mark. I cover them many, many times. You know, that's, as a matter of fact, one of them, uh, hold on just a second, praise Jesus. I'll just go find it real quick. We got it right here. Yeah. So that's what that's what it means right here. When it says when an unclean spirit I'm sorry, Matthew twelve, forty three to forty five. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man he goes to a dry place of seeking rest and finds none. And then he says, I will return to my house from which I came and when he comes he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Well if he found it empty, swept and put in order and it was a demon, then that means somebody cast the demon out. Because he's saying that he's returning to his house. He even, in verse 45, on Matthew 12, it says, Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. Why? The scripture tells us. So shall it be with this wicked generation. Because they failed to go and sin no more. That's why Jesus told the man, go and sin no more, lest the worsting come upon you. The problem with the church is they're casting people, demons out of the people, and then they're patting them on the head and sending them down the street and saying, oh, by the way, we'll see you Sunday. 
doesn't work like that. They're going to get infested again. Right, praise God. So what we're doing, because we know that the demons can read, we can cast the demons out of them, of course. We can also, and once we cast the demons out of them, first we have to release their legal right to be there in the first place through forgiveness. Once we release their legal right to be there in the first place, they have to leave. They have to leave. They, they don't want to. They're resistive, and you've got to command them. It's like kicking a rabid dog. It really is. Get out! In the name of Jesus, you don't ask. You're talking to the demon, and you're telling it to get out. The problem is that they actually have a legal right to return to their house later. So we are going to we're going to surround them with the hedge of protection. We're going to surround them on all sides, Job one nine, with the holy fire of God. We're going to buy them some time to keep the unclean spirits from returning right away. We're also going to call down the living water and the crystal river to enter into their hearts, the manifold grace of God, to fertilize the soil. It's, 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 it, to, and you've got to understand the parable of, of the soil and, you know, and how it gets washed away. We want that soil fertilized. We want their hearts to be fertilized supernaturally. We're calling down the power of God. We're calling down living water, the crystal river, to fertilize the soil of their hearts so that they can receive. Because we don't have a lot of time before those demons are going to come back. So we got to protect them. <clears throat> you send the angels into the spiritual realm to take out the principalities and the powers. Because they're, they're in charge. They're, a, they're, they're the ones that are in charge above a – they dwell above Asia, just like the Prince of Persia went in Daniel 12, 9, 9 and 10. <clears throat> there was a reason why it was called the Prince of Persia. You know, I know the devil likes to use the term as above, so below, blah, blah, blah. But he has no original ideas and he steals it from God. Everything is stolen from our Heavenly Father. Everything. So when you understand those dynamics, you understand that it's, it's relevant to what you're doing in your prayers. What you're saying in your prayers. That which is bound on earth is bound in heaven. As above, so below. But the devil steals it, puts it in some kind of Amityville horror movie, and then everybody's like, oh, no, you were doing devil things. Because it's why Jesus called us sheep. <laughs> super sheep. Well, some of us are super sheep. Praise God. So you, you, you'll see these dynamics in play in this prayer. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You release the rights of the demons to touch them. Then you take out the high, high second-order demons, principalities, powers, spiritual hosts of wickedness, rulers of darkness, and high places. You take them out. Then you kick out the demons that are inside of them. And if you don't think there's demons inside of them, I get, you got another, I'm telling you, you're so wrong. I'm not even going to get into that. Everybody's got demons, and especially Christians. Matter of fact, they, most, most Christians have more demons inside of them than anybody else in the entire world because they don't know any better. 
and their targets, and they pray. So then, so you're going to see this this order of events unfold because we're buying time. We're wrapping them in the hedge of protection. We got to kick the demons out of them that are there because if the demons stay inside of them, the demons won't let them hear. So when we call down the angels to come into their presence in dreams and visions of the night, which by the way is captured in the book of Job, verse chapter 33, verses um, uh, 33, 13, and 14, I believe it is. It says, God speaks once, yea, twice, but man perceiveth it not, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men. He saves their souls from the pit. And there's people all over the world, in Iran, Syria, different places that have practically no Christianity, hardly any missionaries, in some cases, penalty of death, if they even admit that they're Christians. And they're coming to Jesus. Now, of course, you don't want to go and tell a missionary out there that's, you know, so, you know that they're doing wonderful things and God is going to reward them in a fantastic way. But you don't, you know, I, I, I certainly wouldn't go to, you know, like Sammy Mwangi and say, well, you know, Sammy, you know, a lot of these people are getting saved in dreams and visions of the night through prayer. Because, you know, missionaries also have a part in this. Just like I wouldn't tell somebody who has the gift of divine healing that in the uh, book of uh, in Philippians, uh, Paul uh, talks in the very introduction of, of that book, he talks about Epaphroditus and how Epaphroditus was a missionary that was working with him out in the field. And he dearly loved Epaphroditus, but he was just crying his eyes out because Epaphroditus was going to die. He was sick. Paul who raised people from the dead in the name of Jesus, was crying because his buddy, his friend, Epaphroditus, was sick. And then people come out and say ridiculous things like, we do not need doctors. It's always all of the above. It's not always a spirit of infirmity, and it doesn't matter. I, you know, Let's just say God works in mysterious ways if that makes us happy. But it's all in the Bible. But I wouldn't tell that story to a person who has the gift of divine healing. It would hamper their faith. It would hurt it. Praise God, the Lord doesn't let them see it when they're reading. Uh, You know, because it would. It would hurt their faith. Praise God. All right, hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and pray using these tactics, these spiritual warfare tactics on behalf of the peoples of the land, Ezekiel 2330, of the lands of the, of the city-states or the countries of Asia. This will include Pakistan, India. There's a whole bunch. Now, I don't mention every one of them, but Pakistan, India, Mongolia, Nepal, Burma, um, Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, Thailand, China, Russia, North and South Korea, Okinawa, Japan, um, the Philippines, and Taiwan, and all the lands in between. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise your holy name, and we thank you for giving us the power, the authority of the Godhead through the Lord Jesus Christ. May you be glorified. May you be glorified in the Son. Thank you, Father. Father, we know what your will is. We don't have to ask you. You have said 
it's in your word, you would want not one to perish. And in accordance with your word, Father, we lift up before your high, holy, supreme courts in heaven over all of creation. We hold up symbolically before you a golden cup of forgiveness, Father God. And we pray in the name of Jesus that you will pour out this golden cup across all of the lands of Asia, Father God, all the way from even Kazakhstan, all the way to the Philippines and all lands in between, from northern Russia to the southern sides of Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, please pour this water, this gold and this anointed holy water, pour it out upon them, Father God. Forgive them of their sins, for they know not what they do. Father, please forgive them for their sins. For you, as your servant Nehemiah did in chapter 1, verse 6, we confess of their sins before thee, Father. We confess of the sins of their first fathers and their fathers' fathers until before there was time. We break all yokes of bondage. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness by the demons against them. We break all generational and bloodline curses across all of their family trees, throughout all of their family trees. We break the curses, the generational and bloodline curses, until before there was time. In the name of Jesus, they are broken. We bind them and cast them into the pit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, pour out that spirit of forgiveness. Pour out that golden bowl upon each of them and forgive them. Forgive them all. Even if but for a time, we praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we part the spiritual realm where the demons reside, where the principalities, the second order demons reside. We part it like the Red Sea in the name of Jesus Christ for safe passage for heaven's angels, heaven's power and heaven's authority to move into the spiritual realm and down upon the earth unhindered in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Principalities, powers, and strongholds, spiritual hosts of wickedness and rulers of darkness in high places above the lands of Asia, we come against you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by the blood of the Lamb of God, we sever your heads with the sword of the Spirit. We call down fire of God to burn you into screaming in utter agony, making a public spectacle of you thereof across all of the demonic ether. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You are disarmed. Colossians 2.15 we declare and decree and plead with the courts of heaven in the name of Jesus for the disc angels and warrior angels such as never been seen since before there was time to be sent in. Father, we pray that you will promote more archangels for the wars and the days that we have ahead. Send them in the name of Jesus, we pray, into the spiritual realm above the lands of Asia to wage war against them such as never been seen again since before there was time to chop them into pieces. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits, anything that cannot call Jesus Christ its Lord and Savior. Strong men, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you to come forth. Come out of those people now. We have loosed your legal rights. Out of them. Out. Out. Now. Fire of God upon you. Fire of God burn in the name of Jesus. Subordinate spirits, come out of them now. The billions across the lands of Asia, we command in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we declare and plead with your courts for the dispatch of an innumerable company of angels of war to be sent into the earthly realm to strike these demons, deaf, blind, and dumb, place them under arrest, and cast them into the pit. We declare the fire of God to weld the pit shut. We declare the fire of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to permeate the pit and to burn them in the screaming agony, making a public spectacle of them. For we have come to punish you before your time in Jesus' name. For greater things than these shall we do, because our Lord Jesus Christ has gone unto the Father. 
We plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit, for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Father, we pray this for a time to set the captives free. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we declare and decree a thorny hedge of protection, a Zechariah 2.5 holy fire to surround around about them and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to blow it white hot and to sustain it deep into the night in the name of Jesus Christ. Let nothing unclean re-enter the clean-swept house. Father, we plead with the courts of heaven and we pray in Jesus' name for the crystal river, the living water, to enter into their heart, the manifold, incredible grace. To enter into their hearts and fertilize the soil therein, that they shall receive the seeds of these prayers. These prayers will bear fruit and the fruit will remain in accordance with the promises of John 15:16. We praise your name. Thank you, Father. Pray for an innumerable company of angels of light and love, the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, to fall upon them in these dreams and visions of the night. Let them see the man in the white robe. Jesus, we pray that you will call them out, call each one of them out by their names. Let them see your light and love. Let the angels be ever present in their dreams and visions, calling them. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that in accordance with your will, millions will be touched by your glory, by your promises, and by our faith, love, and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise, worship, glory, honor. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. May the multitudes of those who have been touched be our friends forevermore in glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. See you all next Friday, Lord willing. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our minds. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise His holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure. Until you come back for your bride to set her free. Write our names in your book of life. 
we are cleansed through your holy sacrifice. As we lift your name on high, renew our mind, renew our soul, remove the scars from our past and deem us righteous. We rebuke all deceptive lies. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on a living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride to set her free. Watch us as we trim our wicks, our lamps are full, our hearts are right, like those five white virgins we will be. Your bride awaits thee patiently. Longing for that blessed sound that will rise. The churches gather, we're praying that we're worthy, Lord, to join our family. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? We will endure, and while we wait, we will bring forth the fruit of the light of Christ. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure until you come back for your bride to set it free.